If you've been told to pull up your socks, then make sure it's a pair of TNT socks. The TNT shop is now open at tntradio.live. This is State of the Nation on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. All right, welcome back to State of the Nation. As we launch into Hour 2 today on this Thanksgiving holiday, we really appreciate you spending your time watching today's News Talk instead of the Macy's Day Parade, which uh, I suppose we beat up on enough yesterday, but of course, uh, as it unfolds, um, <laughs> very interesting to see it on the uh, Macy's presentation page and then to see different views uh, that are happening on the ground. I'll leave it at that, I suppose. <laughs> I'm here with Steve Hook. Steve, happy Thanksgiving once again. Looking forward to hour two of the show. Hour one was amazing. If you missed it, it'll be available in podcast format in the episodes link up there at tntradio.live. And hello to you in the chat room over there. We have an interactive live chat room over there at the website. We got our calendar there, our schedule, information on all the hosts, email links. Go ahead and email us if you like, or leave us a comment on one of the video streams or our social feeds. Steve, great to be back with you. Did you hear what's going on in New York? This I gotta lay this one out for you. I really wanna get your opinion on this. <laughs> uh, it's funny, I'm gonna read from two different headlines here. First headline is on uh, David Icke's site, all right? Hochul's quarantine camp regulation reinstated by appeals court in New York. And he goes on to describe this um, from his perspective. But then if you head on over to the dreaded AP, uh, you're getting fact-checked. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is not trying to create, quote-unquote, quarantine camps. And then they go through the claim and the AP assessment. And the AP says it's false. Um, but it's one of those fact checks where it's like, is it just mostly false? Is the devil in the details? Have you seen this, Steve? What do you think? Uh, I, I have seen it. And I think it's, I think, uh, and believe me, I do not want to come to the defense of the AP uh, at any given point in my life. But I'm. it must be said that right now, it's false <laughs> right now. It could oh, be true at any point going forward. But right now, these uh, these quote unquote camps are definitely being constructed. They're definitely being built. Are they going to be quarantine camps? Who knows? Um, you know, I don't know. But uh, right now, it's false. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> well, that's pretty sad that we have to go with that one, Steve, yeah. but I guess we'll mostly give it to the fact checkers perhaps on this one. I don't know though. Give this one time. really but it really bothers me though that the Court of Appeals went through and um, you know, upheld that. That is uh that should I don't I don't even know what to say. I mean, we saw how our friends down under were treated in Australia mm -hmm. with regards mm -hmm. to this. Um, and similar, you know, I have a friend in South Korea that had to go through similar um, expensive, egregious, uh, non-liberty and freedom-oriented quarantine just to get from the U.S. back to his home in South Korea. So uh, I do not like the whiff of this, even if it's somewhat or just mostly false, according to the AP fact checkers. Well, it's most as I you know, and again, it's worth pointing out. It's false now. Who knows? It could be true next week. But one thing, one thing that I have noticed, Tash, and I'm sure you probably have too. Anyone that's really paying attention, have you noticed the withering assault that Elon Musk has come under? Oh, yeah. um, I mean, it is absolutely. I, you go on any of your social feeds, whether it's Facebook uh, or any of them, 
And you're going to see whether it's Business Insider, whether it's Axios, whether it's Rolling Stone magazine, whatever. They're all going after Elon Musk hard. Elon took away their favorite little um, echo chamber and he's opened it up to free speech. And therefore, they are trying to shut that down because the left can't stand the idea of anyone uh, you know, saying anything that they don't believe in, because after all, that's triggering and whatever the hell else it is they complain about. Uh, and they're really going after Elon Musk right now. Uh, and that I, I, I find very troubling. The, uh, the, the, uh, the authoritarian, tyrannical left is on the march uh, and, and Elon Musk is in their sights. I don't give a damn what your attitude about Elon Musk is, but it can it, it is indisputable uh, that uh, that X is considerably more liberal in the classical sense of the word uh, with regards to free speech than the old pre-Elon Twitter days ever were. Um, and they don't like it. And they don't like it a bit. So they're they're trying to turn on the heat. They said that he made an anti-Semitic remark. No, he didn't. We talked about this yesterday. He did not. He just said, hmm, that's an interesting, interesting thing you say there. Um, but he's going to sue him. He's going to sue media. Media Matters for America. Uh, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. But it is it is pretty stunning to see the uh, the vitriol uh, aimed directly at Elon Musk. And much like, you know, uh, how Trump always says they're coming after me, but they're really coming after you. Same could be said for Elon Musk. They're going after Elon Musk. But what they really want to do is they want to shut down free speech, uh, especially from a conservative uh, libertarian perspective. It's pretty sad. Yeah, well, Steve, that leads me to yet another thing I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving, and that is the big fat lawsuit that David Brock and company are about to get. Uh, I'm very excited about that, and it's coming from someone who has bottomless pockets and legions of lawyers, uh, and many people that Brock, whose lives you know has has ruined, and the rest of that cabal of censorship industrial complex ghouls have ruined the lives of so many people and degraded the earning capability and the reputations of so many people. Good. Enjoy the lawsuit. Get deep in your pockets. Uh, and let's see more of this, because in this country, we need to have absolute free speech, legal, constitutional free speech, and our public squares should reflect that. I'm talking to you, Silicon Valley. I'm even talking to you, Elon Musk, because we're doing you a favor right now covering this. And if you want to be a free speech absolutist, you're going to have to uh, look at those algorithms one more time, and you're going to have to keep an open kimono on where we're headed. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> it's important. It's really important stuff that we get this right, because freedom of speech uh, is, in, it is in the targets right now. Uh, definitely in the targets uh, of the global elite. Are you enjoying listening to TNT Radio? Do you think we're doing a good job? Then please let us know. Why not leave us a like or a positive review or a comment on Facebook, Gab, Gitter, or on our video streaming platforms over there at Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble, and YouTube. Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Abroad or at home, this is your news. By staying silent, we are part of the problem. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, well, here we are with an update on this story. Uh, we spoke about this, and it was pretty interesting. So there's a bit of a walk back happening. A couple of these, actually. Um, 
I believe the chat GPT story that we covered earlier this week also had an interesting development. But for this particular news break with Adam Clark, a U.S. Air Force base is walking back its threatening warning to troops not to attend a political rally hosted by a conservative group. But of course, only after receiving backlash from some members of Congress and others, maybe like us here at TNT. Here with the story, joining us once again is TNT Radio News producer Adam Clark Ruckus. Uh, give us the update here. Sure. Um, in, in a recent message, uh, leaders at Minot uh, Air Force Base in North Dakota were told to exercise caution if downtown this weekend due to, quote, an event going at the fairgrounds downtown called Dakota Patriot Rally, end quote. The message uh, said that the guest speaker was from, quote, an alt-right organization called Churning Point USA, end quote. That's right. Uh, quote, please advise your folks that if they are going to be downtown this weekend, it's good to be cautious as the crowds this event may attract could be confrontational to military members, according to the message. Furthermore, quote, additionally, please remind them that participation with groups such as Turning Point Action could jeopardize their continued service in the U.S. military, end quote. After criticism from a number of members of Congress, among others, the base has acknowledged the message was was sent uh, in a statement. The base said, quote, the message was based on incorrect data and sent outside of official base messaging platforms. Once the error was identified, base security officials corrected the message traffic to categorize the event as a local political fundraiser with no security concerns. Further, the updated message communicated there were no issues with military members participating in their personal capacity in line with their First Amendment rights. All Air Force airmen have a constitutional right to freedom of assembly, end quote, unless, of course, they attended the J6 rally, just saying. Uh, Senator Kevin Kramer, Republican North Dakota, was among the members criticizing the message, quote, these left wing political messages are way too common in our military these days, and that needs to be stopped. We need to get our military focused on what they're supposed to be doing, and that is their own mission, end quote. That's what he said in this statement. Mr. Kramer, a member of the Senate Armed Services Committee, said the chief of staff of the Air Force General David Alvin conveyed that an internal correction was sent 52 minutes after the message but noted that public statement was not released until November 21st, four days later. Mr. Kramer questioned why the public statement was not offered sooner and called on the Air Force to apologize to Turning Point and to conservatives. Representative Mark Green, Republican from Tennessee, said that the warning against attending the rally violated government policy. He said in a statement, quote, when out of uniform and off base, our service members have the constitutional right to attend political events. End quote. Turning Point USA is a nonprofit that advocates for conservative policies at colleges and in high schools. Turning Point Action is affiliated with Turning Point USA. Uh, Charlie Kirk, who founded Turning Point USA, wrote on X that the situation showed the U.S. Department of Defense has, quote, declared war on conservatives, end quote. That sounds like something Charlie Kirk would say. The Dakota Patriot rally featured Tyler Bauer, a conservative activist who is Turning Point Action's chief operating officer as the guest 
speaker. Um, let's see, a spokesperson for the group speaking to Fox News said, quote, Turning Point Action is not alt-right. It's a mainstream conservative organization, and Tyler Bauer is not some fringe personality. He's the COO of TP Action, an RNC committee man from the state of Arizona and one of the most accomplished political organizers in the country. It's exactly this type of poison that has caused the Air Force to miss it's recruiting goal, recruiting goal for the first time in decades, uh, end quote. And of course, as we all well know, because we've been talking about it here, uh, the Air Force, just like other branches of the military, they missed its fiscal year 2023 recruiting goal by about 10%, according to officials. Uh, but they blamed a quote unquote battle for talent and people being unfamiliar with the U.S. military. Yeah, that's probably their fault. Absurd. Absolutely absurd. First of all, Charlie Kirk, love him or hate him, has nothing against the U.S. military. I mean, you know, they would never issue a warning like that of don't attend a Black Lives Rally event. Uh, they, they could be hostile towards military. They would never even say that about Antifa. But when it comes to a conservative libertarian uh, group, they're going to say that. Uh, this is the uh, the wokening of the uh, of the of the armed services. My father was a full bird in the Air Force. Uh, he is no doubt rolling over in his grave that that happened. Um, if anything, we need more of our military personnel attending conservative type events so they can learn what the Constitution is really all about and, and put people like General Milley and Lloyd Austin and all the rest of these woke Easters. Uh, in their place. I'm just so disgusted by it. And I mean, I've met Charlie. He's a nice guy. I know what, you know, love, like I said, love him or hate him. I don't really have any opinion on it, but this was a, was a bogus story from the word go. And it was obviously politically motivated. And now they're saying, Oh, we made a mistake. Yeah, no, you didn't. You got caught. You got caught is what happened. What do you yeah. think? Cash? That's exactly it. They got caught. They got called out. They got called out on the Congress floor. They've been called out all over the media. Uh, you know, this one's been all over the place. So, you know, for them to walk it back and try to say it was incorrect data. Yeah, it was incorrect data. You knew it was incorrect data when you penned it. Okay. Yeah. You knew it was politicized when you penned it to call it an error. No, it wasn't an error. Nobody's buying that. Nobody's believing that. Um, and ruckus, the first thing I wrote down, uh, while you were speaking and breaking this down was that Turning Point USA is not a, quote, alt-right, end quote, organization. No way. That is not, what does that even mean in 2023? Can someone explain to me what the alt-right is in 2023, other than maybe a small, dark corner of the internet of people that still cling to that term? Um, are they affecting politics in any visible way? Is there some sort of political action committee? Are they well-funded? How do you even define it? You know, that's almost as stupid as saying MAGA Republican. Uh, it's yeah. it's a throwaway term in the current day and age and the current political climate. Uh, it was a prop. It, was, uh, it, it started as an actual movement, but it ended up being something that the mainstream media latched onto as a scapegoat and has completely since fallen apart by my estimation. So yeah, not, I don't know. Not only that... Not not only that, let me just, if I just interject real quick, 
you'll notice that anything that smacks of conservatism or or right wing or uh, Tea Party it used to be Tea Party now it's MAGA. Yeah. That's all alt right. That's all. But anything on that 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 is on the left is Antifa, for example, it's not even a real organization. Oh, it's, it's a made up. It's something that the right wing makes up. You know, it's just so patently obvious where that where, where this is all coming from. And I think a lot of people have seen through it. And frankly, I would wager that's the reason that people are not uh, enlisting in the armed services as much because they see this garbage and they're saying, I'll wait. I'll wait this administration out before I decide to sign up for a four year stint. Yeah, especially after they just ejected over 8000 soldiers for not willing to be experimented on with a gene therapy relabeled as a vaccine. Ruckus, anything further before we got to let you go? All right. Thanks, Ruckus. And again, happy Thanksgiving. You're listening to State of the Nation or watching State of the Nation at today's News Talk, TNT Radio. You should hear what Patrick Henningsen's talking about. So the Israelis are really escalating air attacks and bombing attacks uh, to a degree that we haven't even seen before. Why this escalation? Why is it happening right now? This is a big problem. And this has been going on now for four weeks, ladies and gentlemen. And still no calls for a ceasefire, no definitive or categorical calls anyway from the U.S. leadership, from those who, from the onset, let's face it, they were backing this military action by Israel uh, on the Gaza Strip. And everybody thought, well, how bad could it be? How long could it go? Here we are a month later. We're still here. We're still talking to you. We're still reporting this. And another hospital was uh, hit last night as well. Well over 30 medical facilities and hospitals have been uh, hit and uh, taken out of action. In some cases, pulverized by the Israeli occupation forces or the IDF as it's uh, widely known. Patrick Henningsen on today's News Talk TNT Radio. God's truth is enduringly true throughout all the generations. It transcends culture. The church is always going to be an embattled people. If it's swimming with the tide, it's not being the church of Jesus Christ. Look to the past, learn from the past, because the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. China has more than 200 confirmed cases of coronavirus, it's called. The entire state of California ordered to stay at home. That's 40. California has some of the strictest policies leveled against churches. Gavin Newsom's executive order threatens jail time and a thousand dollar a day fine. Government stopping people from going to church, Dr. Fauci. When I went into the White House, when I sat in on the task force meetings, was a shocking level of gross incompetence. The mortality rate from the virus was 0.2% you know, 99.8% survival, rather than the three or 4% mortality that the the people are saying at the time. The culture and the understanding of the people of Grace Church has always been, not only do you obey government, but you honor government. Thousands of people in the streets, but you can't have church. The hypocrisy of letting people riot helped us all understand one thing. This is not what they say it is. By meeting, we're testifying the government has no jurisdiction here. I was arrested and driven to a maximum security prison. The government has obviously uh, turned up the heat on churches. My daddy. When the churches fall silent, the only religion left is the state. We needed to make a biblical statement because we always put ourselves under the authority of the Word of God. LA County threatened Pastor John MacArthur with jail time and arrest. We were going to be sued. They wanted Grace Church shut down. 
We wanted to go on the offensive and attack the health order as unconstitutional. This wasn't about health and safety. This was all about control and opposition to religious freedom. As the government gets more corrupt and more corrupt, snitches get rewards. Its totalitarian control has to increase. You have to have a mask on. And as they shut down any attacks against them, this is not about freedom or personal choice. The last thing standing is going to be the church. I tell my son, I love you every single day. Now, my dad has never said that to me. Not because he doesn't love me, but because culturally it wasn't comfortable for him. Now that he's a grandfather, he says, I love you to my son every time he sees him. My advice to all the fathers out there, forget the cultural restrictions. They grow up way too fast for you to waste even a single precious moment. Are we on the air? Am I on the air? You're on the air. On the air 24-7, your news talk giant, TNT. Okay, we are uh, we are a state of the nation. We welcome you back. It's good to have you on this Thanksgiving 2023. Certainly hope you and your family are having a good one. And we're very happy to welcome our next guest, Jeffrey Sachs. And this is perfect timing, given what we just talked about. Uh, Jeffrey received his commission with the U.S. Army for Norwich University in 2003, 20 years serving. Thank you for your service, sir, in the U.S. Army in a variety of operational assignments, including Operation uh, Iraqi Freedom, Operation Enduring Freedom. That would be Afghanistan. And uh, we welcome Jeffrey Sachs to the program now. Jeffrey, again, hello. How are you? Very happy Thanksgiving to you, sir. Thanks for joining us. Hey, great. Thanks. Always great to be here. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. We were just talking um, before you came on, Jeffrey, about the incident that happened uh, at the Air Force Base, uh, Minot Air Force Base in North Dakota, uh, where they had warned their service members not to participate in a turning, I think it was Turning Point USA, it was Turning Point Action, which is a subsidiary of Turning Point USA, because it is an alt-right organization and it could affect your future in the armed services of the U.S. if we find out you've attended that, of course, was uh, immediately flagged by a bunch of people on socials that said that doesn't seem at all right. Seems like you're crushing people's First Amendment. Then some Congress uh, congressmen raised their uh, raised their wrath, too, and said, uh-uh, no, 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 no. And now all of a sudden the Air Force base is back down, said, whoops, this was a mistake. What do you think about the wokening of the armed services, Jeffrey, especially given the fact that every branch is having a difficult time getting recruitments right now. And I suspect that this is part of the reason why. Uh, what do you think about it? Yeah, no, I, I heard about the incident and it's uh, unfortunate. Uh, I don't know, you know too much as far as the specifics go into that. But what I'll tell you is through all of my conversations here in Virginia, uh, the people are extremely concerned about uh, the direction of the military, where it's going. Um, you know, do we want to... Uh, you know, redness is a huge issue in the military. And obviously we've seen what's going on around the world is we have to get back to the point of, of focusing and harnessing on those those warfighting um, skills and, and training and readiness uh, to, to fight and win wars, um, not to focus on 
uh, some type of alternative uh, social engineering uh, or, or some type of experiments that 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 are that are happening. So it's unfortunate that if that has happened, I mean, um, obviously, First Amendment is what we do. It's what we you know, we support and defend the Constitution. We're in the military, and that's what we have to focus on. Uh, but that that is uh, unfortunate. As far as the um, retention and recruitment goes, um, you know, it, it's 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 a great question, a great point, a lot of great topics uh, that uh, throughout my conversations. But I just just was uh, talking to some recruiters last week, um, and and certainly that is that is absolutely uh, a point. Uh, COVID nineteen, uh, you know, mandating the vaccine was a huge issue too. Now that I see that the military is starting to send back, say, hey, we want you back. Hey, we can, can we change your records back? Come on back, we need you. Um, but a lot of that too has a lot to do with education and where the state of our education is today um, is when you go and take those those standardized tests for the military called the ASVAB. Uh, and some of those scores are extremely low. And I guess it all depends on on where you live in the country, uh, obviously. But um, the whole education system, too, is that we want people in there, number one, to, to, to serve for something greater than yourself. And number two, um, we want you to we want you to have, you know, those skills that we need, um, you know, in the, in the military. So uh, all, all great points. But, you know, we got to get back to fighting and winning wars. Yeah, well, Jeffrey, I guess one thing uh, we can be thankful for is that they did walk it back. They were forced to walk it back over there at that Air Force base. They said, hey, you know what? It turns out you do have a First Amendment right and you are allowed to do things in your personal time that you want to do if they're political and whatnot, uh, which is a pretty stark difference to some of the messaging we've been seeing from the woker parts of the military. You know, I've seen a couple of images and videos where it's like, who what base commander allowed this like i i'm really confused as to how this picture was even taken in front of a c-130 on a base i mean that seems like you know you could get in some trouble for that but at least they walked it back and maybe this is the start of some pushback do you think perhaps now that this is a bit of a success so maybe that sets the model for hey you know to the next uh, military base that tries to do something like this yeah, no, I, I, I think I think we, you know, we have a lot of challenges that we're facing in the world. The Middle East, uh, Eastern Europe, um, the Indo-Pacific. We have a lot of challenges, even internally. Uh, we see what, what's happening down in our southern border and, and really the northern border, too. Uh, we, we have a lot of things that we have to get after. And one of those is, is we need a, an army, uh, a Navy, Marine Corps, Space Force, Coast Guard, you name it. Um, to fight and win wars. And but we got to give them the necessary capabilities to do that and start focusing on that. Um, that's what really is is my major concern. We're in that period right now within the military as far as modernization. So we've got to get back to that. Jeffrey, listen, I want to pick up right kind of where we left off, because this is a problem with recruitment, not just in the Army, but in all branches. We have to take a quick headline. But when we get back, I want to kind of dive into that a little bit, because we've done, we've touched about the wokeness. Uh, but there's more to it than that, I suspect. And uh, after this headline, we will uh, we will touch on that. You're listening to State of the Nation on TNT Radio. Check this out. Now, TNT Radio News. Can you say News. For TNT Radio News, this is James O'Neill. They've set a time for the ceasefire in Gaza. It will start tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. local time. And then nine hours after the fighting between Israel and Hamas gets paused, the first batch of hostages will be set free. Residents in Perth's northern suburbs have been forced to flee an out-of-control bushfire believed to have destroyed at least two homes amid scorching heatwave conditions. Federal Minister Bill Shorten's office has been vandalized with red paint and graffiti, reading, Dial down the apartheid bill. We're the pinup boys and poster girls for free speech. We just don't look as impressive as Vladimir Putin shirtless on a horse. Yeah. 
365. We never stop sifting fact from fiction, misinformation from the truth, from government overreach to the latest on mandates, big tech censorship to propaganda gone mad. Listen to TNT Radio and get the news and views direct from our expert presenters and commentators anywhere you go. Ask Alexa or Google to play TNT Radio or download the TNT Radio app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Today's News Talk, this is TNT Radio. All right, welcome back to State of the Nation. Uh, with us uh, right now is Jeffrey Sachs. Jeffrey, thanks for hanging in. Before we uh, before we took the headline there, we were talking about some of the challenges going forward through American Armed Services as far as getting getting recruitments in. Now, we mentioned the woke stuff, and that's certainly true enough. Um, but obviously, recruitments, when you're looking for recruits, you're looking for guys and gals, 18 to 22, roughly. That's the general ballpark, maybe up to 25. Uh, kids that are looking to to get uh, their life started, maybe uh, get some use some GI credits, go to school and whatnot. All of the stuff that we've always looked at the armed services for, and as you rightly point out, to do something to service something bigger than themselves. But isn't it a problem now, especially with this young generation coming up, who have been have been dipped in this? It's hatred. It's almost self hatred of their own country. It's 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 a white patriarchy. It's 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 white supremacy. It's it's xenophobes. It's transphobes. It's all this. Why would you want to serve in a military if you've been told throughout your scholastic career and by the media ad nauseum that your country really isn't worth a damn to begin with? That must just really get under your skin, and I would think anyone's skin that's done time inside the armed services. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I absolutely, it gets under my skin uh, because I know that we're not, we're the greatest, we are the exception. It's going back to American exceptions. We're the greatest country on the face of the earth. We're here in Thanksgiving. We got folks that are downrange um, doing acts of bravery right now as we speak. You know, every inch of this world, somebody is out there uh, conducting acts of bravery and, and to protect our freedoms. And that's really what the military, in my opinion, stands for. Is and we need leaders that understand that we need leaders in in the you know all throughout all branches that that understand that I think they do. Um, you know, we just need to to get back to those uh, fundamental principles and values that we hold so dear, and that's why that's why you know you see some of the the recruitment. Um, it, it's 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 I don't think it's just one thing. It's the wokeness stuff, but it's and it's the COVID nineteen vaccine mandate. It's you know the the dumbing down of our education system. To be quite frankly. Um, we need to get back. We need to get that back. And we do that through engagement. We do that through community engagement on the ground, talking to these young folks. You know, if you pick them up in an airport, in a school, uh, on the street, and sometimes in an event, you just pull them aside and say, hey, this is what we we represent as the military. We have to start pushing, pushing back on that that kind of narrative. Uh, but it certainly gets under my skin because I don't think that's what we're about. And we've just come too far. And if you just, just look at all the wars that 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 and all the all all the personnel, the men and women have died for this country, uh, go, going back to our founding, um, it it certainly uh, tears me up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, well that that bothers us too, you know. And we're seeing like there was an incident down here in Austin just last week or so that you might have flagged up in the media. There was a group of uh, thugs, for lack of a better term. Uh, that got into a started a kerfuffle with a group of uh, USMC and um, I was a little bit concerned about those soldiers thought maybe they were going to get disciplined or something like that you know but after watching the video I could tell that you know they were trying to de-escalate and or you know at least nobody was being on the offense until 
one of those guys attacked one of the Marine dudes. And then it was just sort of on and uh, turned into a big dust up. But I think, what do you think about that? Like, cause that kind of mindset I'm afraid is, you know, relevant to what Steve was talking about. Yeah, I know. Well, first of all, you never want to pick a fight with a Marine. That's not going to end too well. Right. That's that. an idiotic <laughs> move. <laughs> so I, I certainly would not advise against that. Uh, even though I wouldn't do for this army guy, but um, hey, listen, so I, I really think, uh, you know, again, we're, we're going back to where we were in like the sixties and the seventies. Like people just, you know, uh, this, this uh, attack on the military and what we kind of stand for and this whole divisiveness um, it's, it's uncalled for. I'm not really sure what's stemming all that. I, th- I think I have a pretty good idea. You know, um, those folks that are coming out of the 1960s, quite frankly, are the ones that are really in control of our corporations, our businesses, um, our military, uh, y- you name it. They're, they're all part of that, that whole kind of, um, that 1960s type of movement, but we've got to get back to just being, uh, you know, together in, in, in unity because we got so many challenges that we have to face and, if we're not united, you know, Lincoln always says, you know, a house divided against, you know, a house divided, you know, against itself cannot fall or, well, you know, you know, the, the not stand. The, yeah. Cannot stand. Yeah. So, um, yeah. we got to get back to unity. I'll just, I'll just never forget when, uh, when Millie gave, gave that, I guess it was a speech. Or I don't know if he was testifying before Congress when he's basically said, look, I'm a white guy and I, and I want to understand white privilege. I want to understand uh, why we feel superior. I mean, it was just the most self-serving, but at the same time, degrading thing to say. Now, I'm not, I, Lieutenant Colonel, I'm not trying to get you in any hot water, but just as I could, a, a, as an outside observer, uh, non-military civilian, when I heard uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs say that, I, my jaw was on the floor because I come from a military family, a lot of brass in my family, uh, a lot of flag officers, and when I heard General Milley say, I want to understand this, I was just like, are you out of your bloody mind? Next thing you know, a year later, we're seeing uh, ads that are highlighting transgender troops and all this. It's like, what the hell is going on with our armed services now? And I think you're right. I think the COVID thing was a huge hit. Uh, Hesher and I have discussed that multiple times on this program. Uh, that was a massive, uh, slap in the face to anyone that, that, that wanted, you know, free will. Um, I, are you, are you, uh, do you see any fresh green shoots popping up that give you reason to think that maybe this is starting to turn around? I mean, it's Thanksgiving after all, do we have anything to be thankful for? I think 2024 will, will, will tell a lot of the direction of, of how the people want this country to go, because I, I certainly think it's on the ballot is what America do we do we want to be? Do we want to be that America that that embraces those values that are that were that were left from, you know, for from us, from the founders? Or do we want to go down this route of the tyrannical type of government where everybody's into your lives? You know, we see institutions that are attacked, you know, whether it's uh, our religious beliefs, whether it's academia and our education system. Um, now we see it in the military. Right. It, it's just every institution that we have is being is kind of under attack and um, it causes great concern. But we do have it. Well, I am very optimistic um, that there's other patriots out there. There's leaders. You know, I spent a lot of time talking to a lot of people here in Virginia. Um, certainly people are, are ready to get into the game. We cannot sit on the sidelines. We have to leave a future for our youth and our children. That's what it's about. Um, so please, if 
you know, don't, you don't have to run for office, but get involved, go to your local board of supervisor meetings or your city council meetings, or, you know, a- actively engage your political, you know, the, the candidates, um, the, your elected officials, all of those, we have to get in the game. You can't sit on the sidelines and expect there to be change. And so that's what I'm hoping. I'm very optimistic about that. We're going to get that back. Yeah, it really does seem like uh, the common sense path in our larger national political discussion is getting wider. There's a lot more people standing shoulder to shoulder with regards to American politics, even though we've got sort of a new divisive uh, conflict happening. But if we kind of can set that aside just enough to realize how much we have to do here, um, I think that is definitely a growing pathway. Now, um, Lieutenant Colonel Jeffrey Sachs, we're almost out of time, but uh, in our final 60 seconds, we were kind of hoping you could say something um, to any of our troops out there that might be viewing or listening tonight that may not be able to be with their families, uh, anything you want to say, uh, even, you know, to some of our veterans out there who may not be, um, you know, having the greatest of Thanksgiving. We lose way too many people because of sadness and depression, and I think you might be the man to uh, take us out with a good message on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to do that. And I want those, those uh, you know, war fighters, our sons and daughters that are out there, whether you're in the military, whether you're on the, the southern northern border protecting our homeland, or whether you're a law, en- personnel, law enforcement personnel that are patrolling our streets, I, I want to let you know that the people here in Virginia have your back. They absolutely do. I have your back. Um, we, we're, we're very thankful um, and committed to making sure that you guys have everything that you need. Um, for our peace and, and freedom here as we gather around the table to be with our families and you're out on the front lines. We want to say thank you to all the vets out there. Go to checkavet.org. Take a look at that. There's many resources out there for the vets as we get into the holiday season. You're not alone. You're definitely not alone. Feel free to reach out to me. Follow me at Sachs 2024 and on, on X or on Facebook, Jeffrey Sachs. Follow me and reach out to me and I'll be there for you. Thank you. All right. Thank Excellent. you, Colonel Sachs. God bless you, sir. Yeah. Yeah, thank you thank so you much, and and pick up pick up the colonel's book, Lieutenant Colonel book. Uh, that's Lieutenant Colonel Jeffrey Sachs. Uh, the book is "Decline and Decay of the U.S. Constitutional Order." I had to get that one in there because it is the holiday seasons, and we hope you have that on your coffee table this holiday season. This is State of the Nation on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malzberg. What you're about to hear is worse than fake news. It's dangerous. It's made up baloney. And it's designed to instill fear and hatred. Here's real-time host Bill Maher. So here's something really scary. Mike Johnson, he's the Republican Party new head chief over there in the House. Uh, This came out. He was talking to a prayer group. He said, depraved America deserves God's wrath. Came out there exactly sounds like bin laden now, yeah. the, now the republican guy sounds like bin laden and trump sounds like hitler and here's the disgraceful former republican congressman adam kinzinger when you look at who the taliban is and the taliban is all about hey we want to take sharia law this this thing that we believe in, we want to religiously implement this into our government there is no difference between Christian nationalism, which is what he's representing, right. than the Taliban. Now, maybe the end is different, maybe yes. the means are different. Now, these statements would be true if Mike Johnson were calling for a massive terrorist attack against all Americans, and if he was planning on uh, taking away his the rights of, of, of everyone who doesn't agree with his religious beliefs, women, gays, everyone who doesn't agree with his religious beliefs. And if Donald Trump were throwing people into ovens and gas chambers 
from the concentration camps, which of course none of which exist. So uh, until then, until these are true, these fear-mongering inciters uh, should just give it a rest. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malsberg. Listen to my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on TNT. Don't ask me what you know is true. I don't have to tell you. I love your precious heart. Support Act ensures that music workers who need help can access the resources and support they need because we can't do this without them. We could live for a thousand years because we all have ways. But some of us don't know This Oz Music T-shirt day on Thursday, the 30th of November. Wear and donate now. Issues that dominate America. This is State of the Nation on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Now, one thing we're never going to be able to ignore ever again is COVID propaganda. When we see this pop up, and it does seem to be omnipresent now. Obviously, if you watch any streaming services, you'll note that various corporations, Pfizer probably being the most prominent, are putting a huge, huge media push forward right now. They're using football stars. They're using pop music stars. You name it. Uh, Billions, billions of dollars must be going into this. It's absolutely crazy. We've got people dropping dead on sports fields. We've got people dying in their sleep. Uh, There's a a campaign to normalize uh, child stroke and child heart attack. We never saw this before. We now live with this new thing called SAD, Sudden Adult Death Syndrome. Well, I don't know about you, but everybody's hackles are up who I know about this. And as we see hospitals in Australia starting to require masks again, we see more COVID propaganda coming out of China. We got to wonder, are they bringing something like this back? And to join, here to join us now to speak about this is Christian conservative writer, author, speaker, and uh, a best-selling author and frequent media guest all over national television and radio Cheryl Chumley, welcome to State of the Nation. Uh, what are you seeing with regards to this COVID, uh, I won't say mandate resurgence, but it does seem like a protocol resurgence, c- propaganda wave beginning. 
I think I agree with you. And thank you very much for having me, first off. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving. Listeners. <laughs> so on uh, that's the note of optimism, right? Thanksgiving goes forward. But to speak to what you said about propaganda, look, it's coming back. And that's exactly why I wrote my latest book, Lockdown, to warn that the government bureaucrats once they felt that power in their hands, the fear of a virus and how far they could push to steal our individual liberties, they wouldn't want to let it go. Look at what's taking place in China right now, the, the mysterious pneumonia, the mysterious uh, uh, breathing disease that is affecting children over there. And the World Health Organization uh, advising China to go back to social distancing, face masks, stay at home orders. And here we are in America, we see the headlines, New York Times, Omicron is, is coming back and get your shot and get your vaccines. And what you just mentioned about Australia, uh, here in America and California, certain communities have put in effect face mask mandates for hospitals. So it's creeping into America. We need to be aware and stand strong for liberty this time around. Yeah. Hi, Cheryl. Steve Hook we, uh, here. And, and we're very happy to have you and, and, a, and a very happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. First of all, uh, you just made some news there. California is still a part of the United States. Uh, who would have thunk? Uh, but here we are. <laughs> I, I suspect that as we get closer to the election, we're going to see more and more of this. Um, for some reason, I don't know what it is. Um, we call it COVID-19. It might be electionitis. Uh, now that the elections are coming up on us next year, this time next year, uh, we'll be in full froth. Uh, I suspect we're going to see a lot more of this. And that's that's where the cynicism kind of creeps in. Uh, and and I, I think we're going to see more of it. W what are your thoughts on on how they're going to use it to say, oh, we, we you know what, we got to do mail-ins, uh, we got to do drop boxes, uh, we don't want to have it, you know, and this whole social distancing thing was just kind of made up on the fly anyway. What do you, is, is it being used as just a political cudgel at this point? Absolutely. And really, uh, a month into last time, it was being used politically. The Democrats, the leftists, the bureaucrats and their globalist friends in government here in America just jumped aboard this COVID fear bandwagon because they saw how far they could push Americans to voluntarily give up individual rights. And the elections last time were a complete mess. Uh, we will probably never know the full truth of how how much corruption went on at the ballot boxes in that election. But here we are going forward into 2024. The Democrats are still, uh, oddly enough, standing by Joe Biden, who is down by double digits against Donald Trump in the polls. Donald Trump, who's in court half the time, doesn't even have time to campaign, and yet he's still besting Joe Biden. So I suspect Democrats are going to try and do a redo of what they did last time and force the mail-in ballots and, and get people to be afraid to go to the polls to vote and force the hands of locals to actually impose mandates that you have to mail in ballots and so forth. Yeah, I mean, it's not, there's a lot of uh, room for issues uh, in the coming year here because we've got uh, battles on multiple fronts brewing. We've got uh, the CDC and the WHO and all the other nations that are looking to sign on to this uh, WHO, uh, you know, pandemic treaty, which is sort of its colloquial name. 
Uh, but when you start looking at it, it is very much in support of all of the protocols and mandates that we saw in 2020 and 2021 in particular, sort of a two-phased rollout. You know, one, the destruction of your freedom and your ability to earn money, your, your, your reputation and your reputation if you say anything, maybe your whole life. Uh, and then two, do you take the experimental drug? You take the experimental drug or not? And if you don't, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're a grandma killer. They literally called people grandma killers and, and turned us against each other. You know, if you recall, uh, three years ago today and two years ago today were very uh, much more difficult Thanksgiving days to find things to be thankful for because so many of us were separated um, yet they're building that into all these documents, and uh, we, we're seeing um, the news out of New York we were talking about earlier, Kathy Hochul, is she or isn't she allowed to put people in quarantine camps, you know, AP has a different take on their fact check than a lot of people, but the wording is uh, nebulous enough to assume that if things were to go back to the way they were, there would be more extra powers there. Uh, what do you think about all this moving forward? I would like to be able to say, because I'm often asked, do you think Americans have learned their lessons and that they will fight back this time and we won't have these lockdowns that we had before? I would like to say I agree with that, but I don't. And the reason I don't is because I live in Northern Virginia and here to this day, I still see people walking down the streets by themselves wearing face masks or driving in the cars by themselves wearing face masks. And that's the outward show of the compliance that government was able to push on people using, again, fear. And if you look at what you just brought up about that, um, the World Health, uh, the World Health Organization Treaty, that's a very scary proposal because what it does, and Joe Biden is in favor of this treaty, by the way, what it does is it puts one bureaucrat at the World Health Organization in charge of declaring uh, pandemics around the nation and then deciding how the local communities in those areas must respond to those declared pandemics, which of course would mean lockdowns and stay-at-home orders and so forth. And our problem here in America, I think, uh, patriotic Americans, we, we don't take some of these people at their words when they say they're going to do things. Bill Gates wrote a book called How to Beat the Next Pandemic. And in it, he lays out exactly the game plan of the World Health Organization to create these rapid reaction team of doctors to swarm areas where the World Health Organization declares a pandemic. And then this little band of Bill Gates's doctors will tell people how to respond. We know Bill Gates is on board with the Chinese response to the pandemic, so you can see where that might lead. We have to look at what these people say by word and in text. Take Take them at face value and start early to fight for our freedoms. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's well said, and it's it, I think you know sometimes the, the most uh, it, it, it's it's kind of oxygen's razor, right? I mean, it, it's what's obvious is obvious, and what's obvious is they've got a plan. Um, and I think that if we're looking for a silver lining here, and you kind of touched on it, Cheryl, is that Joe Biden's numbers are in the crapper; they couldn't get much worse. And I suspect that if they try and pull this World Health Organization thing, that's going to be uh, just rife with all kinds of constitutional issues, right? So there will be lawsuits filed left and right. I would wager that any politician on the right 
that uh, that is worth his salt, his or her salt, will immediately file suit against that. Uh, I, for one, as an American, uh, will not be abiding. I shall not. The dude won't abide is what I'm saying. Um, I'm not wearing the face diapers anymore. I'm not getting any more shots. I don't give a rip what they say. They can't fire me from my job because my job is in my home studio. Uh, so I don't need to go to some place. I wonder, do you think that that should this WHO uh, policy become law of the land uh, or law of the globe, I guess I should say, do you think that a bunch of enough U.S. patriots will rise up and say, go pound sand, this isn't going to play here in the United States? That's the question, right? That's what we face. And I certainly stand in total solidarity with you about not complying. The problem, though, the sticking point is when you get those in charge of the systems who will comply. And in order to do business within that system, you have to comply or not do business. For example, if you want to fly and the airlines under the federal government impose face mask mandates again, or perhaps even shots, right? You have to show uh, you know, your vaccine card as a condition of, bo- of boarding an airplane. What are you going to do? If you have children who are in the public school systems, which is still the vast majority of parents in America, and the Board of Education under uh, the federal uh, Department of Education imposes mandates for face masking of your child or shot as conditions of going to public school. What are you going to do? It's easy enough, and I did this myself, I'm sure you did, and many of your watchers and listeners, when you go to a private store like a Walgreens or CVS, and you see on the store window, face masks required to enter, it's the law. And you think to yourself, well, it's not the law. There have been no laws passed. And you go in without a face mask. Maybe you are confronted by the manager or store clerk or something, but you win in the end because they have no law on their side. So it's easy enough to, uh, uh, you know, disobey on that end. But when the systems are controlled by those who want to comply, it becomes a little stickier. Yeah. 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 And we saw that we've had a taste of this. I suspect we all remember what this was like. I do know there's some people out there with this derangement syndrome that try to downplay this or or stuff it into their subconscious, but it was awful. It was awful for anyone that had a voice in this, whether you thought you were correct that the governments were doing the right thing, or whether you actually knew the government was trying to control you to seize power and take away your freedoms. And Cheryl, I I just wanna make sure people know they can subscribe to your newsletter at the Washington Times. They can also get your daily commentaries. Uh, along with your bold and blunt podcasts, of course. And CherylChumley.com is the website, at CKChumley on X.com or Twitter if you prefer. Uh, These are the places that we can find you. And Cheryl, I just want to thank you so much for taking time out of your Thanksgiving day to join us here and talk about this uh, very important matter. Uh, You're absolutely right. This is a very important matter. We have to keep our eyes on it. we're down to about a minute left. So your final thoughts on this Thanksgiving broadcast. 
Well, my final thoughts, Thanksgiving, uh, you know, reflect on the greatness of America, that it comes from God-given liberties. Each of us are endowed by our creator with certain rights that the government is not allowed to take, which include seizing individual liberties under the guise of a virus. So remember that fighting for liberties going forward. Thank you for having me. Thanks for covering this as well. Daryl, that was a wonderful wrap. Thank you so much. Uh, Very (laughs) happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you. You as well. All right. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Steve, and to you out there viewing, to our TNT family. Thanks and share the program out. We really appreciate it. If you share the video links out, they're up, they're fresh, they're live 24-7. Misty Winston is coming up next. Stay tuned to TNT Radio.